0: Hi, and welcome to the WhoCast, a podcast where we explore the unexpected ways that brands are using social for their business. Today, we are diving into the elusive question, is there really a best time to post on social media?
1: So to get to the bottom of this, we went straight to the experts, our social media team, many of whom have worked at Hootsuite for years and have popular social accounts of their own. So we figured they would be able to provide an answer to this question.
0: We also had blogging expert Dara Fontaine run a test on a popular app to see if she could crack the timing code.
1: In this episode, we dig into why timing is such an important question and explore whether timing actually does make a difference.
0: You might think that posting at all times of day is the best strategy, but your efforts might be better spent looking to optimize for when your audience is online. And they're not always online when you think they are. Our social marketing lead, Amanda, tells us about an unusual finding with Hootsuite's social media channels.
2: Part of our strategy um, on Twitter was to make sure, because we are a global brand, to make sure that we have tweets going out every hour and that we're reaching everyone around the world. And so our original strategy was to send one tweet every hour for 24 hours. But we started actually seeing that some of our posts within certain time blocks were getting more click-throughs and more engagement on it. Earlier in the morning, when we were crossing over between regions, those time slots were actually getting more traffic to them. So when it was 12.15 a.m. here in North America, it was 8 a.m. or 8.15 a.m. in EMEA.
1: Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, So what you're saying is if you're a global brand... You might see the most engagement in the middle of the night or at times when, you know, we might not be awake. So how can you find out if that's an ongoing pattern or like where where your audience is and when they're listening to you?
2: Um, You're given audience insights as to like geographically where your audience is located. And then when you do see that you have a larger population in, let's say, EMEA, you want to make sure that you're capturing, you know, making sure that you are sending and scheduling posts for that time. You're not going to be up at 12 a.m. sending tweets yourself, but you can schedule them and make sure that that you're reaching those people.
1: So you found that optimizing for morning posts in different time zones works really well. Uh, Should you bank on commuter times or hot times that you read about, like uh, first thing in the morning on the way to work, at lunch, or later in the afternoon when people are commuting home?
2: We do post heavily during those times as well but you also have to consider that everyone knows when the commuter times are so there's going to be a lot of noise during that time as well Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely it it makes sense when people are going home or they're riding the bus or the train, they're scrolling through their feeds and they're going to be looking at your social channels. What we've tested is within the kind of hot times or the commuter times, we've tried not to post right on the hour, but let's say post on the 15 or the half an hour, um, to, to, see if we can kind of game the system just a little bit and not, not post when everyone is going to be scheduling their content for. Um, so in our content calendars, you will see posts that go out 5.15, 6.15, or on the 30s as well.
1: You read stuff out there or hear that uh, this is the best time for this network or that's the best time for that network. But what about different content types? Does that make a difference? Like uh, Facebook video, for example.
2: Well, I would say for our Facebook strategy, last year we started posting video quite frequently we were posting a couple times a week um, and we did want to find you know what is that best time to post just for a video specifically so we tried posting in the morning kind of that midday and then in the evening and what we found specifically for a video is our post between six thirty p.m. and ten thirty p.m. got way more views than um, the videos that were posted in the morning and kind of the views trickled in throughout the day <laughs>
0: What Amanda had to say about posting times was sound, but not everyone has a global account. Social media coordinator Christine is also a DJ with a popular Instagram account, so her best times to post are a little different than a business like Hootsuite.
3: For me, um, as I work in the nightlife industry, a lot of my audience is up at night late, so uh, I've found that posting anytime after 9pm, I tend to get the most engagement and likes and comments and people that want to talk with me and with uh, posting in the evening as well people tend to check their phone right before they go to bed so there's a good chance that they'll see your post at that time as well.
0: Christine posts at night after her concerts because that's when she has the most engagement. The difference in results for Amanda and Christine show that target audience and time zone play a big role in timing. What's best for one brand may not work for you. Our social engagement coordinator, Nick, introduced us to another important factor when it comes to
4: timing. Lately with the algorithms, it's changed a little bit, mainly because engagement matters. So if you post when when your audience isn't online and they can't engage with you, then that post will be punished by the algorithms of the different social networks. If you post at the right time when your audience is online and they see it and they engage with it, Every engagement kind of boosts it within the algorithm. That'll be shown more and more. Your reach will go up. And uh, with every time someone engages with it, it's better for the post.
0: So this is how the algorithm works. The more engagement you get on your post, the more likely people are to see it. And the more people engage with your post, the more likely they are to see your posts in their feed. So that means that good timing can exponentially increase your engagement, not just for one post, but for future posts as well we asked our social media strategist, Hannah, who also has a popular outdoors Instagram account about how the concept of customer zero plays into effective timing.
2: So I'm out doing stuff like pretty often, like as much as I can be like skiing or hiking or doing whatever. So obviously like I'm not online at a lot of times. So it's kind of like looking at myself as if I'm a brand then I'm customer zero of my brand. Because of that, then I know that these people are similar to me or are, like, wanting to be similar to me, so then they're probably doing things that are the same.
1: You would never post things during times when you're not online because you're assuming that your audience is the same as you and wouldn't be online and therefore wouldn't give you the engagement that you're looking for.
2: Yeah. Most of my audience is A whole bunch of people that are outside all the time and like doing stuff outside. So really bad to post during the day on the weekends or really bad to post on Friday afternoons.
1: Hmm. Uh, That's really cool. I never thought about it like that.
0: To further investigate, we spoke to blog expert Dara, who ran a
5: timing test with an app for her cat's Instagram account. The app is called Prime. The app calculates your best times to post, so it takes all your Instagram information. You hook up your Instagram account, and then it takes all your info and calculates your best times to post. It gives you a chart for your best days and best times, and then it will send you a push notification to tell you that it's your prime time and that you should post. At first, I didn't think it was working that well because I wasn't really seeing huge increase in likes or followers. But then at the end of the week, I realized my followers went up about 9%, and I was getting more likes. Like, it went from about, like, 60 likes to about, like, 90 average to over 100. I think if you were to notice that and keep doing that, you'd see, like, huge numbers.
1: Your cat, Gloria, what were her best times to post?
5: Um, Gloria had... Best times to post at all weird different times, because there are cat lovers around the world. Um, For Gloria, it was Mondays at 5.49 p.m. It gives you, like, to the second, and it will tell you when. It was either middle of the night, which I guess is for the international audience, or right after work or at lunchtime.
1: All right, so that pretty much lines up with um, what we learned from the social team about best times to post, and especially with international audiences and commuter times. Was there anything else that you were doing that you noticed had uh, a bit of an effect on the engagement that you got?
5: The hashtags was a big part of it, because for the times and that were international, I would look up, like, what time it was, like, if it was, like out-of-work hours for places like France. And then I would have to do hashtags that um, coincided with those places. So I would hashtag like Shah, like the French for cat.
1: Wow, so you're really paying attention to that international audience sort of thing there. All these uh, followers that you're getting and people you're engaging with, are they other cats?
5: Yeah, it's a lot of animals. It's not just cats. I'm getting the dogs as well. I'm getting the hedgehogs. You know, I'm getting the miniature horses.
1: <laughs> okay, so, a lot of animals. Any more tips on how to get more engagement on your cat's Instagram account?
5: People don't like just straight on photos of the cat, they want interesting things. One of her most popular posts during this experiment was one where I put gardening gloves on her and had her pretend to be gardening. Another popular one was her bachelor photo. So, I posted that on the night of the bachelor finale which was a phenomenon and big controversy for anyone who's watched. And the caption was, if I was on The Bachelor, there'd be no competition. And then (laughs) took a photo of her with a rose.
1: That is fantastic.
5: While every one of these social
0: experts had different experiences and insights, the one thing they all agreed on is that you need to test to find the best timing for your brand.
4: Uh, Every audience is unique for each account. And I can't tell you that Monday morning at 9 a.m. is going to work for you. What you need to do is go out and test. With that in mind, you can use like a start pad or a launch pad. Um, if you go to Hootsuite.com research, we've analyzed 400, over 400 million posts that have gone out through, uh, through Hootsuite that have been scheduled by uh, real businesses, real brands. And we found that, for example, Tuesday is big for Instagram, Tuesday morning. So if you go in and you start posting Tuesday morning, you'll see that that's a a good place to start.
3: I would say if you are looking at these data and trends to make sure that it is relevant to whatever business you have or industry that you're in, um, well, Hootsuite has done quite a few reports on the best times to post, and there you can find different industries, which is a major factor in the times you're posting. Um, So just make sure it's a broad study, do your own testing, uh, and then you'll be able to determine if what you researched was accurate or not.
2: Yeah, I would use it as more of a guideline Mm -hmm. and then once you start playing around within those guidelines you'll find if it's working for you or not.
0: When people ask about timing, what they're really talking about is engagement. And so there's a lot more that goes into it than just posting at the right time. You have to think about your audience, you have to think about the content that you're sharing and also whether that's relevant to your industry. It's important to remember that even the best timing can't save a bad
1: post. And don't forget that the algorithms can either work with you or against you. So if you're looking for more insights on how to find the best timing for your brand, we'll be including some helpful links in the show notes.
0: That's our show for today. Thanks for listening.